everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from gorgeous springtime in Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, we're going to be talking about gender and religion and how... And just and religion doesn't really get gender. Well, and and not all. You know, I even us non-religious people don't get gender in the Fair in the new ways. So it's it's about coming to terms with <laughs> with the new ways to think about gender. Uh, these new fan-fangled. All oh, these kids these days, and they're not knowing what gender to. And I gotta use a damn. Pronouns. How dare they not have a binary understanding of gender? Learn your pronouns. <laughs> What's wrong with what God give you? Well, Dan. Yeah. I want to talk about something that's happened in uh, Vietnam. Well, I want to talk about that, too. Um, there <laughs> are, there's a, a bunch of monks. My mom's in Vietnam, like, right now. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Well, isn't that fun? Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Maybe she knows. Maybe she's. Maybe she's experiencing firsthand whatever experience. you're talking about. She's experiencing it as we speak. Vietnamese authorities um, have ordered uh, the monks at a uh, at a popular Buddhist pagoda to uh, stop uh, some practices. Uh oh. Um, they're they're doing this. Uh, they're they're they're. They're they're doing bad karma eviction. Oh, this is, this is a practice of these these monks. Oh, um, oh, okay. The, I, I this, get what you're um, saying. For this, for a second, I thought that what you were saying is they were incurring upon themselves bad karma by evicting people. No, bad karma. They're casting out bad karma. Right. They're they're, they're, they're helping doing people exorcisms. Get rid of their bad karma of bad luck. Um, sure. Viet, the Vietnamese authorities have looked into this. Okay. And Good. they have found that the rituals are a scam. What? This is this is literally they're they're like mm, I am outraged. I don't think they're actually doing that. <laughs> don't what? <laughs> Boy, wait the, until that, they get the to Christianity. Is, here's the scam. Okay, here's the scam. Uh, the the victims of this pract of this uh, of these monks, yeah, uh, have paid up to nineteen thousand dollars to Yikes. to cast out their bad karma. Okay, right. Um, they would, the, the, the monks would hold these, like, uh, about three times a month, they would have, uh, these, uh, two day ceremonies, yeah. uh, where they would remove bad karma and they would summon, summon wandering souls. <laughs> did, do they start um, by smudging? Uh, Is that what they, very possible, <laughs> very possible. Uh, but all through the pro, all through these two days, they would demand donations, right? Yes. Of uh, course. Because. The, the the donations represent a good deed, ah. and this helps uh, make up for bad deeds in previous lives. Brilliant. Curing their bad karma. It's it's Osteen. They're just doing they're just doing a, an, an Osteen. Um, but apparently, the, these amounts uh, are are at a level uh, that people have been. Uh, uh, Doing installment plans. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, they've uh, they've had to go and get uh, bank transfers. Yeah. In order to uh, to to get the money uh, to the monks so that they could be cured. Yeah. Uh, there's a uh, the public has just been outraged because these monks are a lot of this they 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 do a lot of victim shaming. Of course right? they do. Or blame victim blaming and whatnot. 
Um, for example, there was a fairly high profile case um, of a, a woman, a 20 year old college student who uh, had been taken hostage and raped by five men Whoa. for two days before she was killed. Um, and w- there was a, a, a speaker uh, who was associated with the pagoda who said that, that she was uh, gang raped because she had committed evil acts in a past life. Oh, my God. Right. Uh, wow. So there, there's that kind of stuff. Uh, there was also, um, let's see, there, there was a monk who told a woman who was distraught over losing her only child, it's your karma. In a previous life, you were a witch. Oh, Jesus. So, you know, I I think that what we've learned uh, over the course of doing this podcast mm. for as long as we have yeah. is that it doesn't matter what is preached by the religion. Uh-huh. If the religion is practiced by human beings, yeah. the likelihood that it will turn awful <laughs> goes to 100%. Uh, Over time, yeah, something awful will happen. You know, violence will definitely occur. Oh, yeah. It will definitely go to awful. It's 100% guarantee. Uh-huh. There you go. All right. There you, there you go. But, you know, if you want your karma cleansed, get uh get get ready sometimes, to pay. Sometimes you just you know need a good good little soul rent. Oh type yeah. Thing, right? Like just Oh yeah, we should start a business. You and I, we could we could we could make some money. Now, soul rents was actually a term in my uh gender studies class in uh what? In in college? What? Uh well, no, they were talking about sort of how uh, the, the the our language lacks good words to describe certain experiences that that women if women made the language there would be different words because they have different experiences so this okay. is the, this is very gender studies right yeah. this is this, and so they said that there's a type of crying that that men typically don't do ah. right and it's called a soul rinse oh right this is <laughs> Men tend to do more of a spin cycle. <laughs> a soul spin cycle? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Soul a rent. soul rent. Okay. Well, anyway, I, 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 need, I apparently need to. We'll, we'll talk about that at, in the lighter part, yeah, latter yeah, yeah, part yeah, of the yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once, when, when, we, when we delve into gender. Sure. Um, I am going to. I, I decided that my first uh, story would be just to make you happy. Because okay. it, it involves. Well, nice of you, Dan. It involves polling and uh and and mm. survey data and that's your favorite thing i love it so much <laughs> tell me then tell me and and uh, as anyone who listens to the show frequently will tell you uh polls can be good for us they can be bad for us yeah hooray for this one this one's very interesting <laughs> um some new analysis of the uh newly released general so- social survey uh, has led to an interesting um, conclusion, which is that uh, those p- offering none or no religion as their answer to what religion are you? Mm-hmm. Now, nuns do include plenty of people who still believe in God and you yeah. know, plenty of people who are spiritual but not religious. This oh, is just people yeah. not associated with a specific uh, organized religion or religious organization. 
nuns are now statistically tied or on top of the entire pile. Shut your face. Nuns are now basically the the the, the big top three uh, categories, if you can call them that, are uh-huh. uh, evangelicals. This is in the United States, of uh-huh. course, not okay. right. not the world. Okay, evangelicals, Catholics, and nuns. Dan, yeah, we're winning. We're it, and <laughs> the trend line. If you look at them. The trend line of the other two seems to be going down. Oh, no. Some. No. Not, dra- oh, not dramatically. Bad. Uh, but the trend line for the nuns is just inextricably. Well, yeah. Because who wants to have to go do all that crap? Right. Uh, the really One of the interesting things, I'm looking at a graph here, and one of the interesting things is that mainline Christianity, mainline Protestantism, mm-hmm. back in the 80s and 70s was at the top of the the pile way up there 30 percent uh, right. at one point in the in the 70s wow okay uh it has dropped precipitously and crosses uh the the nuns line pretty much like their their trajectory is down in the way that the nuns line is up one oh, could wow. say that there is a a likely correlation there <laughs> so that's interesting Wow. Although, although in this most recent thing, mainline Protestantism had an uptick, had a really interesting little uptick. But there, uh, this is a blip. This is yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I I tend not to think that. I tend to think that, like, you know, one year's uh, one, one year's data doesn't really mean anything. It's, yeah. it's trend lines that yeah. are important. Um, but but yeah, fantastic. nuns. It doesn't show any sign of slowing. Right. As a matter of fact, it seems to be accelerating. And that makes sense in part because when our our generation kind of stopped going to church, Uh then our generation stopped teaching their kids not to go to church. So we Gen Xers have a bunch of millennials who are not going to be churchgoers as well. Right. And it's, and it, you know, rather than the the religiosity self perpetuating. Right, non-religion is so is now perpetuating itself. Right, yeah. I read this uh, article the other day, really more of an opinion piece. I just stumbled upon. Sure, that uh, I think it might have actually been in the Tribune, uh, which uh, because I remember thinking I need to respond to this because this is just unfounded. Uh, it was this little op-ed thing. This guy was talking about how you know because after millennials mm-hmm. you have Gen Z. Sure, right. Because technically, millennials were supposed to be Gen Y, but right. it, that didn't stick. Um, so you have your Gen Z, which they're, they're now the you know the eighteen twenty year old ish kids and and younger. And they uh, he was talking about how they were so clearly going to be the ones that sort of come up and sort of sort of save religion in America. <laughs> and I was like, do you know any twenty year old? Yeah, right. You, have you ever talked to these people? Like, yeah, they have a different shift in, in sort of their values that like every generation has sort of like some little thing that's unique and interesting right. about them. But like, well, maybe that I will be their, that, that generation's big rebellion is that they'll go back to. <laughs> I think that's religion. almost exactly kind of what he was saying. Uh-huh. And it was like, but if your your claims are so unfounded. And you're not basing this on on fact or reality. Right. You're just sort of hoping that the that, that there's going to be some sort of generational backlash, right? 
Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know, man. Like, not going to church is so awesome. <laughs> it's just like, and I don't then know what? Why, if that's how you grew up, that you would go and seek out church? Like, well, it's just, yeah. I mean, people are silly, but. Well, and also, I will say this uh, church has its appeal. Like, I get yeah. that they're like, and for people who weren't raised to have, you know, for people who are sort of innately more prone to want an authoritarian mm. sort of feel to yeah. their lives, and they weren't raised with that, they were raised, you know, in some sort of permissive, hippy-dippy sort of way or whatever. Right. I can see them going and and church having its appeal. It's just that also, you have to believe a lot of bullshit. Yeah. So you, I don't know. I don't I, know just, I, well, what's interesting is that, so it used to be that I've seen a few articles that have talked about how people, it used to be that young people, because everybody points to it and goes, well, it's all young people that are leaving the church and young people, usually they come back to the church once they have their family. And when, you know, when, when they have kids and they, they get right. married, they come back to church. But that's, we, that we doesn't stop seeing that. That doesn't seem to be happening anymore. Yeah. Or at least not in the way that it used to. Yeah. It used to be that like, you know, you had your your bit your rumspringa time, and then <laughs> and then when it uh, you, you know you sowed some wild oats, and then you came back to the church. Right, we're a good church person after right. that. Nope. Well, Dan, yes, this sort of dovetails with your uh, poll. Okay, uh, this is, uh, but of course, there's also other trends going on in the world that are leading to. Uh, Lifeway Christian bookstores. Oh, the best store in the church uh, <laughs> in, in in the in the state, <laughs> announcing that they are going to close all 170 of their stores. What? Yep. What? Uh, this is uh, this is. Let's see. Two years ago, Family Christian Resources shut down all 240 of their. I remember we we reported on that. Uh, let's see. In 2013, Cokesbury Bookstores. Closed all 38 of their retail outlets. Wow. Um, Lifeway is planning to pivot toward an online uh, only sort of model. Do you know um, where the Lifeway store in Salt Lake is? Yeah, it's down on State Street by the next, mall, isn't next, it? Next to the Hooters. Well, the Hooters closed, didn't it? Or did they know. move? I don't know. Oh. But I was, that's what I, really? all I remember right is there? like driving past and going, because <laughs> uh, of well, that association. Probably, probably why they wanted to be there. Right. I'm going to do some ministering. Save all those poor sinners who, who, who like wings and boobs. Yeah. Um, I did not know until this article that uh, Lifeway, because mm. I was aware of Lifeway, I didn't know that they were so closely tied to the Southern Baptists. Oh, yeah. Apparently, it's it's a tight affiliation. Oh, interesting. Uh, so much so that um, they avoided sort of uh, books that were contradictory to kind of Southern Baptist ideals oh, and mores and whatnot. None of those Catholic dirty books. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually... They didn't stock uh, like prosperity gospel books, oh, oh. which I'm like, no, kind no, of no Osteen, huh? No Osteen would have been there, um, and no accounts of visiting heaven. Were oh, kind of, kind of generally prohibited. So, so like, which is interesting. So, like near death experience near, accounts, yeah, like, all this like woo woo y spirituality. I'm a seven year old boy, and I saw what Jesus looks like. Sort yeah, of, yeah, yeah, all okay. that kind of stuff. It, it, it had to be pretty closely tied with with uh, the Southern Baptist worldview. Right. 
but it was also um, other other you know followers of other denominations often shopped there. Um, Lifeway was trying to they they knew they were in trouble, and they were trying to uh, kind of change what their brick and mortar operations were in the mm-hmm. last couple of years. Right, they started sort of um, creating bigger spaces for community like. Uh, events right. and, and whatnot. Like they were trying to host more sure, events. Sure. They were trying to be more of like, a, hey, come, hey, Baptist, come and hang out right. kind of thing. Um, and it just didn't work. Oh, that's a <sighs> shame. really sad. I mean, I don't want anybody, like whenever there's a big closure like this, it means people are having to go find new jobs and whatnot. And that's yeah, always a bummer. That is a bummer. Uh, for, for just the person. But... I mean, but this is good. Like the most annoying is... store in the neighborhood is gone now, so that's nice. <laughs> you and I went there once. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, we've been to. I've been to several Christian stores. I mm. remember my favorite thing is when they have a "Please pray for me." Like you can fill out a prayer form and oh, drop yeah. it in the thing. Yeah. Which I always would fill out, oh. and it would. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to be a dick. You know, it's not like I'm going to write like. "Fuck you, religion, stupid" or whatever. But I would fill out a pray for prayer form that just says. Please help my brother Jim find a new boyfriend or what you know what I mean like pray that <laughs> just something like that where it's like maybe they catch it maybe they don't I don't know and there's and then everybody's unwittingly praying for something that they never would approve of right yeah exactly oh god Please. what will god do if he hears that prayer i being think prayed for by somebody who's not going to normally pray for it make his head spin he just he might just have to do it <laughs> he may maybe you know that Janice had a gay brother. Well, I like Janice. Well, oh. she's been helping out down at the the Lifeway for you, so long. You say he might just have to do it, but you never know. Every now and then, he hears a, one too many of that kind of prayer, and he just drowns the whole world. <laughs> you, you can't tell what's going to happen. <laughs> he, my God, is a flippant God. <laughs> He's temperamental and murderous and... Okay. Uh, Speaking of uh, God and stuff, which is kind of the theme of our show, so that's an easy transition almost always. Uh, You know, we recently had... uh, If you're you're a Catholic, you recently celebrated Ash Wednesday. Oh, yeah. And not just the Catholics. No, no. Other people do too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot Um, of mainline Protestants. Sure. Do it. Sure. Uh, Catholics are are often the ones uh, that actually do the ash cross on the oh, forehead, yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, there, that which is uh, which is a uh, can I I've heard from many a Catholic that it's an annoying thing because they leave the you know a lot of them leave the little smudge on their forehead all day long. Oh, absolutely. It's a, it's, you know, it's a sh- it's, they, they have to, it's a sign of their devotion. Right. Exactly. They show it off. But it's also like the thing that the whole day they just get a, Hey, you've got a, you've got a little something. You got a, you got, what did you bump into? You got, do you know That's that you've a, got a little, yes, I know I'm Catholic. It's a, I, w- I actually did that to somebody one time because I didn't realize it was Ash Wednesday. No. And somebody, and it wasn't a cross. It was just a, like, yeah, clearly a not careful priest did this right, cross. Right. And I was like, oh, you've got stuff on your forehead. And she was like, oh, it's Ash. And I was like, oh, oh, right. I guess uh, I guess yesterday was Mardi Gras, which is why I don't remember anything. <laughs> no. Um. Anyway, uh, there was a usually that all that's the most 
that's the worst of the uh, of this is just sort of people constantly telling you you've got something on your forehead. But <laughs> this is such a cross to bear. Makes me really understand Jesus's plight. Well, a you, bit, a usually, bit more. usually it's not. It's it, that's the worst of it. However, at Saint Augustine's Catholic High School, uh, in somewhere in uh, the UK. Oh, it was more than just that. Okay, as a number of kids, hundreds, were exposed to chemical burns from the ashes. No. Yeah. Uh, including a couple that like literally had to go to the hospital to be what? treated and no. had, and had lasting uh, visible scarring on their heads. From what? What did what did they do? What did the priest do? Well, uh, apparently they got the okay. So I know that. Here's the thing: ash is not hard to come by. Burn anything, <laughs> and you get ash. <laughs> but literally, apparently, they sourced their ash. Uh, from from some company. Yeah, yeah, that's what you do. No, you just you can you make your own you ash. Your, you got your religious services. Sort yeah, of. the same place you go to get your, you know, your little goblets for all the wine. And right. Whatnot, you know, they got no. little vials of of ash. No, this this uh, they they Palm got palm ash, isn't it supposed to be like? Yeah, you, well, so the I think there's it's a, a tradition for some of, of it. It's like it's, it's like you save the palm fronds fronds from Palm Sunday. Uh-huh. Uh, and you and know, you burn it. You dry them out for uh-huh. a year, yeah. and then you just burn that, and then you know, and you make some some ash. Make some ash goo. Maybe mix it with some Vaseline so it sticks. I don't know. I don't know what you do. Okay, all right. Uh, but apparently, they so they sourced their ash from uh, a priest from the diocese of Birmingham, uh-huh. which sourced it from a company in Aldridge. Ah, okay. Uh, and uh, and apparently, they got the they got the good stuff. They got the potent ash. They got the uh, the real God's like, love was really present. uncut, like pure shit. <laughs> or maybe it was cut with like you know lie. So, yeah, exactly. Oh my god! So like the the school had to start like the the school apparently gave up. They immediately had to call out and say, "Everybody, go wash your foreheads off, everybody." Get it off, and so they had to they had to wash off their foreheads because a couple and a couple of kids like got it real bad. Oh my god! I want to know what the state of that priest's thumb looked like. Doesn't have one anymore after doing a couple hundred of those. It's just a bone, just, yeah, just, just gone. All yeah. the flesh is gone. <laughs> That's right. Oh no, that's terrible, Dan. Yeah. So watch out for. Uh, don't, it, you can't you, look. You can't just trust your priest to come up with good ash. Well, now a couple of these kids, it sounds like they have an enduring uh, sign of their of, their devotion, yeah. right? Right. Year round, they have a cross on their forehead. There you go. Look at them. There you go. What See, a blessed child. What, right? Uh, what, it, I mean, it's so sounds, godly. Sounds like that was actually the Lord's hand. It's yeah. Like, this one's special. Uh, you know what? This I, one's special. I, I want going, him to. I am going to burn my love into their face. Sizzle, sizzle, sizzle. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, Dan. Yeah. Uh, London, Ontario. Sure. Up, I, I know in, it well. Up in Canada. Yes, indeed. Uh, they've uh, they, Apparently, they've been having some problems uh, with uh, people violating uh, the city's nuisance bylaws. 
Oh, and they, 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 or, or I guess they've just sort of been a nuisance. They've been out in public. <laughs> there have been and nuisances. They're just being nuisances. Stop. And so the city's like, you know what? We need to work on this. We need to sort of redefine what is acceptable yes. behavior in our public spaces. Yes. And effectively, they have banned street preaching. Oh. If they're more like, I think you could probably get away with just like standing there with a sign. Sure. Right? Okay. Okay. But if you're sitting there and you're engaging with walkers by, ah, oh. and in particular, if you're harassing women, mm-hmm. uh, which these guys were, which um, they love to do. That's telling, our favorite. Telling, War of Babylon. They uh-huh. yell. Telling or saying that God will rain judgment on non-believers, gays. Right. People who who dress immodestly, yes. right? So they're yelling at these women. Right. Cover up! They never yell at men about their dress. No, no, no. Uh, anyway, they uh, th- so the way that they're doing this is they're basically saying that um, the, the if you are affecting other people's enjoyment of public spaces... You, uh, through the use of personal invectives and, and whatnot, you are creating a nuisance. Yeah. And they can remove you from the streets. Yeah. Because and I think that is, that might be a good thing. I, I, I think agree. it's a good way of like figuring, figuring out sort of some free speech balance. Issues, right. Right. Because, because yes, free speech is important. Yeah. Harassment is real. Yeah, you and shouldn't just that's be able to stand allowed. on a street corner and harass walkers by. Indeed, you just should not be able to do that. No, and we tend in this country to err on the side of, well, yeah, but just let them. Right, it's a public space; they can shout if they want to. Well, we, what, I mean, our solution seems to be, at least uh, in this city, uh-huh. we we corner off an, an area of this public space where you can do it. Well, we, we find a if, little, a little yeah. corner. We find a little space and then like, okay, you go over there because most of the stuff that I'm thinking about is during large events where there's going to be right. tens of thousands of people right. flooding out of say like the uh, Mormon church's conference center. Right. Right. Which is a delightful time. Right. And so there's just all these people flooding out and it used to be just, you wouldn't believe the number of bad shoes. Yeah. <laughs> But before they started, like, regulating it a little bit and giving them a space, uh, they could just kind of stand wherever. Right. Right. And I think that they were in, in that in that way, they were being a nuisance um, in, in sort of a, a different way. Right. Now they have them in a corner somewhere. Yeah. Not really out of the way. No. Like, people are still walking right, right in front of them. Right. Um, but they are, like fenced off almost they're they're allowed to like raise their voice right they're allowed to like say things to people yeah i think some of them have bullhorns or like small bullhorns and stuff one guy always loves to like get a book of mormon and some like mormon garments that he got his hands on and like drag them on the ground and be like what are you gonna do about it what are you gonna do about it what a dick such a dick move and then he'll challenge you i dare you to throw my bible on the ground i dare you it's like okay yeah. Bible on the ground. I don't. That just seems unnecessary. It's yeah. He's he's, he's just. I mean, what he's doing tool. is declaring himself n- not a serious person, but just, but solely a provocateur. Yeah, that's all I care about is provoking you. Yeah, I don't really care about my message. I don't really care about. I just want to provoke Mormons. He's a real life troll. Yeah, 
He's, yeah. He's not, he doesn't hide in the corners of the internet. No. That man gets out there, and he actually... He is, I actually... His money is very much where his mouth is. He has a little bit of my respect. <laughs> I think he's going about it the wrong way. I think he's misguided. I think he's being offensive. He's being a jerk. But but he's not one of those. He's not shying away from it. Yeah, exactly. He's willing to put his face on his uh, assholery. Yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dickhead. Oh, All right. Hey, speaking of dickheads, I, oh I've got, boy, I've that's got a, a lovely... great transition. Thank you. Uh, do you remember <laughs> the eighties? Some of it. Uh, so it's what really a, just a blur, it's kind of a blur, yeah, a cocaine blur. <laughs> well, you know, we used we we did elementary school differently back then. <laughs> but uh, there was a name that was very a big name back in the eighties, Yuri Geller. Do you remember this guy? I do remember the name Yuri Geller. He was a he was, was he a TV psychic. He was a he wasn't a TV psychic. He was he was the guy. So he was studied by a bunch of. Uh, like Harvard professors or something, mm-hmm. and they were just, they believed he had telepathic, uh, telekinetic powers. Oh, Jesus. Uh, okay. Spending spoons, uh, making spoon things guy. move. I know who this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, and the big famous thing that happened was that he went he went on uh, Johnny Carson's Tonight Show. Right. And, and the first time he went on, I think, he was able to do all the stuff. He bent the spoons, he did the things. They had him back on, and this time they asked, uh, "Oh, the amazing Randy, the amazing Randy, yeah, our good friend, yeah, uh, to go on or to just just they asked him, how do I make sure that these guy that this guy doesn't doesn't fake anything? Yeah, and all Randy did was coach them on, you know, have your own props, okay, have a you know all the things that he would need, but make sure that he doesn't have access to them at all until." He's on the air. Right. Okay. Just so he can't prepare the props. Right. Uh, and guess what? His powers went away. What? He magically no. was too weak to perform any of his powers when that happened. Huh. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, and so, but believers in Wu are not easily swayed. Oh, no. So he's, he's still been lurking around for a while now. Uh, really? Yeah, not. He doesn't have a lot of believers. That did kind of decimate the belief in him. Wow. Because it was, it's cringy. You can find it on the internet. It is cringy. Well, isn't it in the the Amazing Randy in the in uh, documentary? An honest liar. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, 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 it is. Anyway, he's back. Okay. And what? And here's what he's gonna do. He is using his. Telepath- telepathic powers. Oh, yeah. his ability to enter the minds of others. Oh my! Why he's going to personally stop Brexit? <laughs> <laughs> he has. Oh, I wish him well. Uh, right? Someone needs to. Someone needs to. He he claims that a <laughs> he met Theresa May, okay. Prime Minister of the UK. Okay. Uh, he met Theresa May, and. Uh, Got into her mind in that meeting. Oh, okay. And now he is going to contr- get into her mind. He has he envisions every he he loves the number eleven. It's magical and mystical. Ah. So at eleven eleven, every morning and every night, uh-huh. he goes into his his psychic thing and he envisions her 
rescinding the uh, the Brexit referendum or whatever. Uh, uh, Article fifty. Yeah, yeah. So so okay. uh, he he is. You know, and he's got some time. They just they just did an extension thing because yeah. because because it's a goddamn mess out there. It is such a shit show. Like I I've, you know, like, you know, it's happening over there, and I I was paying it sort of the normal amount of attention that I would pay to something like that. Sure. But as the deadline has been, you know, getting closer, and they can't and get a they deal, they just done. can't get close. I've been paying a little bit closer sure. attention to it. And I mean, the more you look at it, the more fucked they are. Oh, my God. It is. They are screwed. They made the worst choices they could possibly have made every step of the way. Good job, UK. Yeah. Five million people as of recording. So, you know. Yeah. Who knows? Today uh, have signed the online petition to to try to revoke Brexit. Good luck. Well, I mean, they could do it. The the uh, European Court of Justice or whatever their, their high court is called uh-huh. uh, ruled back at the end of last year that Britain can unilaterally decide. So at the beginning, the EU was saying, no, you, you, you've you chosen this. Now you have to go through. Uh-huh. Well, the, their high court said, no, actually not. If they, they, just... they unilaterally decided to go forward with this. They can also unilaterally back out of it. Interesting. We do not. We, we can't hold them to the just the initial decision if they decide before the deadline they can back out well uh geller so britain can britain could hold a referendum or just decide right because the first referendum was non-binding to begin with right well like just uh, just decide not to do it geller's working it's on so it so crazy and me and i know i i'm i don't know all the nuance of the whole thing right we'll probably get some some, some, some emails, emails from across the pond. Sure. But, um, but nonetheless, um, it just just undo it and figure out how to undo it. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Well, yeah. Well, no, but, no so matter Yuri what, Geller they get is, the worst of all possible worlds. But Yuri's going to save us. Oh, thank God. An, an Israeli psychic to the rescue. He's just going to bend so many. He's going to bend all the spoons in the nation. That's right. Nobody can stir their tea. That's right. You're yeah. Once you collapse of society, once you realize that your spoons are fucked, <laughs> you you're gonna acquiesce to his will. <laughs> well, uh, if you are in the UK and you either want to set us straight or tell us about your spoons going wonky, <laughs> you can write to us podcast at thankgodimatheist dot com uh, or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is four two four six six six. 8442 that's country code 1 if you're if you're That's true you could call direct yes, yes. yep uh, uh go to the facebook page facebook.com/tgiatheist and click on that like button or while you're there and or and or maybe and uh search for the TGIA members only lounge and request to join it's a closed group but we will let you in indeed Dan, hello. Um, how how do you feel about um, tornadoes? <laughs> well, I rebuke them in you... the strongest of terms. <laughs> Go away! How dare you? Shame on you, tornado! Do you see, first of all, 
they start out as what is informally known in meteorological terms as immodest clouds. Immodest? Because they kind of look like a boob. Oh, my. Wow. And then... And so so they start out rude. They just... It's just terribly rude. And then they just... And then they go and they beat up people's homes and things. And that's just not nice. Well, one Mr. Bobby Connor... Oh. Prophet Bobby Connor... Yes, indeed. Uh, was recently on the... The Jim Baker, Baker show. show. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so... And he has he has a tale to tell about uh, a recent uh, experience that he had with a tornado. Which can only be true, everyone. So It's completely true. He is a man of God. He would not lie. I got on a plane. We flew out of Albany, Oregon, down to uh, Oklahoma City. And we'd go straight to the air, straight to the church, and um, a terrible tornado starts coming. A terrible tornado. And so we, I just got to the building, and uh, the, one of the men on a smartphone had a, a Doppler radar, and he says, Pastor, there's a tornado coming. It's headed straight for this building. And so, here's what happened. The Lord said, Bobby, if you don't get up and rebuke this tornado... I'm going to send a tornado, blow the building away, hurt a lot of people, and hold you responsible. Oh, my goodness. So, now watch out. I said, okay, God. I said, okay, if you really want me to get up there and prophesy, I want you to speak to me. I opened the Bible just like this and stuck my finger down there just like that. And I looked down, and it said, son of man, get up and prophesy to the winds. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> So I got up and prophesied to the winds, and you can get it. It's in the world, it's in the film of the Weather Channel. When the prayer goes up to bind the tornado, tornado's coming down like that, it stops in midair, reverses its rotation, goes back up. The world record people said that it happened one other time in human history. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Is he going to get into Guinness Book of World Record? Yeah, I would love that. The, the world record people. He's yeah. in. He's in. He's clearly in communication with them. He's rebuked a tornado, and it worked. And it reversed its direction, yeah. which that does seem impressive. That is. You've got. You've already got a, a, a vortex going. Yeah. And then it just decides to go the other way. I think he just saw some film in reverse. I like, think. I think he, he saw. He remembers uh, the original. Christopher Reeve's Superman movie. <laughs> and he thought, well, you just reverse the direction. Yeah. And then... What? The good Lord. The good Lord, when the good Lord <laughs> wants to do something, the good Lord does it. Let me tell you something. But you do need to get in there. You got to get in the mix. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I mean, because basically his version of God here, right, is like, I'm coming at you. You better stop it or I'm blaming you for all the damage and deaths. Yeah. It might as well be like somebody like, you know, with a gun to your head. Yeah. Well, you I, better you better convince me not to shoot you or else it's this all on you. It's your fault. If you don't if you don't say the right magic words. But Jesus, you're the one pulling the trigger. You're kind of being a dick. Right. Not only that, but like. What about all of these thousands of other preachers, because you know it's happened plenty, who have gone out <laughs> to rebuke a goddamn tornado? I just get sucked up into it. Just a terrible tornado, a terrible one. <laughs> just and just seems so angry. And then, uh, and and then you know, houses and stuff was still destroyed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just 
if if this worked, why is the most religious part of our country the most plagued by tornadoes? Because Lord, no, Lord, the Lord uses tornadoes to test people. That's why he tests the faithful. Uh, here's what I do. And so he doesn't send them here, Dan. No, right? No, because we're not faithful. He sent, he sent one here. Yeah, and it, and it it kind of did some damage to the Delta Center. Broke the gay bar, and it broke a gay bar. That's true. That was that was sad. That was sad. That was before I lived in Salt Lake. Um. I will say, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Rebuking the weather. It just, I wish I could rebuke the weather. Here's what I will say. I believe in my heart that he has prophesied to the winds. <laughs> that, that, his, that his prophecies are about as worthwhile as something that you would just say to the wind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very likely. Very easy to tell this kind of story backwards. Very easy to say, guess what I did before right as opposed to i will do right because we've seen that people say i'm going to rebuke this storm this hurricane this whatever right doesn't turn out well yeah doesn't turn out well oh. but uh easy to go to say oh remember that tornado that didn't destroy our church that was me <laughs> just so you know the lord helped out a little bit but but uh, you would have yeah. done it if I had an ass. Yeah, exactly. Would have gotten everything. Would have gotten ruined. <laughs> that was me. I did that. Nice. Uh, you you know all the tornadoes that don't come to Salt Lake. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, is that you? That's me. I'm doing. I've that. been wondering who's been doing. It. I've been doing that the whole time. Oh, Dan, thank you. I was out of town. I this is true. I was out of town when the tornado hit here. Coincidence? I think not. Wow. Wow. That whole time that we were driving through the south, Dan? Was there any tornadoes? There were no tornadoes. Boom, baby. That's pretty amazing. You're welcome. Huh. Just saying. Huh. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Exactly. Mm, okay. Yeah, All he's right. got one that he's rebu- rebuked. Who knows how many I've done. They just yeah. don't ever come here. They're so... They know not even to try. They don't. They 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 know. Some every now and then a tornado's like, what if I went over? <laughs> nah, uh, that's that not Beecher even guy. worth it. That's Dan Beecher's town. <laughs> <laughs> it's my territory. Oh wait, 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 wait! He's traveling. <laughs> quick, 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 <laughs> quick! Get one in. Get one in. And they that's did a good one. I would say, Dan, if every time you left town there was a tornado, that would be. I would probably believe you. More convincing. Yeah, you're lucky that I that I my rebukes last for a period of time, a good period of time. I was gone for an entire summer, the summer that that happened. So yeah, I think I think my rebuke had worn off a little bit, and I was younger. Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't as good at it mm-hmm. as I am now. Mm-hmm. Now I can leave for longer periods, oh, and, yeah. and the tornadoes still I'm don't sure. come back. I'm sure. sure. Um, so here's the deal. We're recording this one, this week's show a little bit earlier than yeah. we normally would, uh, which means that we do not know who will have written into us right. by the time we would have normally recorded yeah, or, uh, or who would have donated to us or any of that. True. Stuff. True. Uh, so what I'm, what I'm going to do, we're not going to have any of, the, uh, of those regular. We're just uh, going to hold off until next week. Till show. next week's show. Uh, we will but, be recording it. But you know, normal time. you know, it'd be great is if you all, you guys all wanted to write into us and 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 donate to us, so that, yeah. so you know, so that we have a whole bunch of things like just overwhelm us. Yeah. For next week, we're actually pretty close to one of our next goals. 
Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, if you guys wanted to help us get the get to the next goal, that would be really cool. Yeah, you know what? That would be actually uh, delightful. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, if you want to do that, you can still do it. Just because we're not thanking anybody this week doesn't mean that you won't get thanked. Well, <laughs> you will. Just hang out. But, uh, but yes, go to uh, thankgodimatheist.com. Uh-huh. You can click the, the Patreon thing, and you can just go there and donate and, and, yeah. and show, show your love. It would be much appreciated. And we'll show our love back at you. Yeah. Um, and then, I guess, with uh, no uh, further ado, I mean, I guess I could thank... You our, could think our lords and saviors. The lords and saviors, sure. Because they're, they're still around. Well, I mean, we know what those are for right now. <laughs> so we can just thank them. Yeah, indeed. All right, we got Josh. Yeah. Or Jash. Yes. Uh, Scott. Okay. Melissa. D. Hannah. Liz and Judy. Well, praise be to all of y'all. Uh, you are... You're, you are a sustaining force in our lives, and we, we sure do uh, appreciate it. Um, so thanks. Yeah, thank you guys. Here's the deal. Um, I've been thinking a lot about this whole gender thing, Frank. Oh, really? You know how uh, there are genders still in the world? Maybe that, maybe that goes genders away. That, I don't know. As a concept, um, I don't know. I don't. I, who can say? Who can predict how uh, how uh, people? I would years say we'll now. probably enter a period of more gender before there's less gender. Yes, indeed. That's uh, what I think is going to happen. Well, it seems to already be happening. Uh, then I'm right. Well, <laughs> congratulations! <laughs> if you get to say that you've rebuked Mid Tornado. Yes, indeed. You and you. Then I am right about this. One. You are. I'm a, you're a gender prophet. Is what you Ooh, are. I would love to be a gender prophet. You are. Hmm. And now you can go to each of the babies as they're born in the uh, in in the hospital and tell the parents what their gender will actually be. Cisgender. Cisgender male. Male. Cisgender female. Uh huh. Trans man. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Trans woman. You're just, you're just blessing each of the children with their own gender, mm-hmm. with whatever it will turn out to be. They. Um, <laughs> that's right. So, uh, so here's the thing. I thought I was pretty cool on the whole trans thing. I, I, I've done, I've done a lot of internal work. I mean, obviously as a, as a young Mormon boy, mm-hmm. I was not, I was not cool with trans stuff. Back yeah, in, back, was... back in the nineties when, it was con- it, it, there wasn't a lot of information. No, and there it was wasn't a-, a lot of opportunity for um, for you, you probably didn't know that you knew anybody. Definitely not. You know, a hundred percent not. And, if you and did. so it was ma- so it was mainly just sort of jokes, hor- sort of uncomfortable jokes. Uh, mean spirited we jokes. Some not as mean spirited. Some just like. We're all uncomfortable with this, and let's just have humor about it. So, like, some of it was just, you know, I'm a lesbian trapped in a man's body. There was a lot of trapped in a body uh, jokes or whatever. Uh, there, but then there was also like, they were villains of of shows. So yeah. you know, there were there were plenty of movies where the villain turned out to be trans. There was the crying game where we all just went, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, there was the the diner, the local diner. 
Oh, yes, here in town. Here in town. That town uh, that had an, probably not a nice nickname because of a transgender host. Yes, they had a trans a host, but like, yeah. Everybody had a, a not nice nickname for yes, that indeed. one particular diner. Yeah. Uh, which, that has changed. Now uh, Now we're both aware of uh, multiple, uh, you know, of, of places where there are trans hosts and they're they're delightful and they're treated well. Yeah. So... Things have changed a lot in the in the conversation about uh, about gender, about trans issues. I was I was thinking I was I finally got you know I I, I was thinking I was pretty woke about the whole trans thing, and, and then the happened. kids then the well the kids started doing their uh, their non conforming oh, as yeah. they do. They started doing their gender fluidity thing, and I started to get you know I started to turn into curmudgeon a little bit. <gasps> Like my brain, my brain was was still struggling a little bit with that. And okay. uh, a friend of mine, uh, uh, some friends of mine, their kid, mm-hmm. who's now in uh, you know in college, okay, uh, decided, you know, assigned male at birth. Uh-huh. This 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 child, okay. uh, and you know, we we all called this person him and mm-hmm. he. This, right. was, this was what we used. The, the the pronouns that we used for this person, uh, they just I'm not we're now using they okay, uh, they decided that that they weren't happy with, uh, with male okay, uh, and at one point we're talk they were talking about transitioning okay. a full transition uh huh and then they stopped talking about full transition and just started talking about non-binary uh-huh. and started talking about uh. And 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 one of the things that they talked about, and this made me very uncomfortable, was that they are interested in dating women, uh-huh. and as a male, they were not uh, they were not getting much headway with the women that they were interested uh-huh. in. Yeah, so. When they went more femme, mm-hmm. when they started to be much more feminine, uh, started to wear makeup, started to have long hair, mm. you know, paint the nails or whatever, they suddenly found a, a lot more interesting interaction with the people that they were attracted to. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. So I got, I was like, ah, that's not real trans. You're not oh, trans. Oh, Dan. Part of me, so like part of me, my brain was fighting this thing. <laughs> You're not trans. I know trans people. Trans it's, need. It's this one thing that I understand. Thing that I understand. Look, you're either male or you're and, female, but and you're how not necessarily dare you that. Do something I don't understand. <laughs> and I struggled. You? I did. I struggled for a while, and it was like I was like, oh, they're just they're just performing. Oh, this other this that's this your law. this yeah, okay. gender. But thing <laughs> right so but, that they can get pussy I, I, I can- <laughs> you're just performing a gender thing to try and get laid and i hear everybody screaming right now dan right well right. gender is a performance correct okay so that's what we've come to and believe me not everyone is screaming that a lot of people are are understanding where i'm coming from okay there are plenty of people out there screaming but gender's a performance right and that's and that's what it took Come me. On, it was fascinating how long it took me to realize oh shit i'm performing gender mm-hmm Everybody's like gender is 
largely performative. I don't know why it took me so long, because I did know that. I did have that understanding. But it felt offensive the way this kid, who has always been a provocateur anyway, Uh, like this kid was always like trying to rankle everybody with their new, you know, whatever the latest... I'm going to blow their minds, whatever it always. And it, and all of that always felt performative. Uh huh. And so it was like, it was like, Oh, they're just doing another, another performance of rebellion or whatever. Right. And then, and then when it, yeah, when it came down to, so why don't you explain Frank, what does, what do you mean by gen, all gender is performative? Well, if you, cause there are lots a, of people listening you, who are like, what if you as a cisgender, uh, heterosexual male, or just a cisgender male, period. Which I am. Um, which, which we both are. Which we both are. And you've ever felt the need to act a certain way mm. or not act a certain way. Right. You just performed your gender. Yeah. If you ever felt like, <laughs> I got to be manly. Uh-huh. I got to be, I gotta, I'm going to man up. Yeah. Or if you felt like, I don't, I, I don't, that, that felt femmy. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that. Right. Or if you decide that you do want to be Femi, right. all of it is performing a gender. Yeah. And, and it's totally fine. It's totally cool. It's just what it is literally what we all do. Right. And we all pick and choose on, on a conscious or subconscious level how we identify as our gender. So for me as a man, how do how do I interact with the world? How do I present myself to the world? Right. Um, and, and the world that we are moving toward, obviously you, you, you have a lot more freedom in, in, in that decision. And if there's some, if there's a way that you're more comfortable with, uh, ex- being who you are, right. Right. Being true to this, the, the person that, that you, that you, you naturally are like, well, if you're also an, going and say, getting what you want, right. But let's say you're, you are an emotional person and I am. Right, and you're prone to to crying at the movies, at the movies, or something along those lines. Yeah, there's if you're a man, right? You don't do that. It's so fun. I fight that. I battle that all the time. Yeah. Still, yeah, because I am. I'm a. I'm a person who cries at movies. I'm a mm-hmm. person who cries at plays. I don't want to be though, because it feels like people will judge me. Yeah. As a man, it feels it feels like pe- now. I don't. I certainly don't go to the to the lengths of crying that my wife does. Because blubbering, that woman is a weeper. That, <laughs> that woman, she if she's at home and something hits her, she will sob like <laughs> audible sobbing. I've done that alone. Yeah, I can't remember. Oh, I remember what movie really really hit me hard. Yeah. I thought it was just so beautiful. Um, and it really just left me just fully emotionally moved. Yeah. To the point where I just you needed, I just needed to let it all You needed a, a cleansing. Yeah. I needed cr- a soul what was it? rinse. A soul I rinse. A soul rinse. Yeah, you did. Uh, and, uh, God, what was the movie? The, that Muppets movie. <laughs> you no. son of a bitch. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Uh, no, Boyhood really oh, got me. Oh, interesting. I thought it was like, as it was wrapping up. I just thought that it was just such an an epic work. Yeah. That it, that I just witnessed something that was unique and beautiful. Yeah. And that 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 I'd never seen before. 
right? Yeah. And I I was very emotional about that and mm. I just let it out. But if somebody else had been in the room, probably not. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. That fucked up. That's just fucked up. I it should is be allowed fucked up to express those emotions. Um, but there my but, guess is there's probably, you know, I, probably a lot of people in this world who who aren't uh my brand of male right who uh who would would kind of temper their emotional well, sure and i know women who who temp who don't want to yeah. be seen crying in movies too right. but i mean we were trained especially you know our generation especially we yeah. were trained and before definitely oh yeah uh trained how to masculine uh-huh. and if you didn't we the social consequences of not masculining correctly were strong strong and they were instituted early yeah. like five years old we yeah. we knew when we that we shouldn't be crying at right. things and various i yeah. remember being in high school going to a movie the movie was what was the anthony hopkins one about c.s lewis uh uh do you remember that one no uh, uh anyway um C.S. lewis isn't it c.s not yeah I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Uh there's a scene where oh surprised by joy was the was the book that it was based anyway. Uh, anyway. Um, um but but there's a scene, you know, he he loses his hus- his his wife and uh-huh. uh there's a scene where he is in an attic with a little boy and he just breaks down crying. Yeah. And for whatever reason that hit me like a ton of bricks. Huh. But I was with a bunch of friends and we were teenagers. Right. And it was like I am not going to cry and uh, i and i'm holding it together and i got home and they my friends all dropped me off at home and i didn't go in the house i went into my garage and i closed the garage door and i wept in the garage oh wow i hid from everybody i went to the oh. only place that i could find to hit to hide and i and i and i sobbed oh little danny beecher yeah yeah so i mean it's so interesting like yes i we i performed masculine uh-huh. For as long as I could, right? Before I found a nice hidey hole to no longer have to do the performance, right? And to actually just express what I wanted to express. So, so that's what we mean by performing gender. Yeah. Um, how does this tie into kind of our religious discussion about? Well, here's an interesting thing. I have recently done quite a bit of research about uh, masculine performance and and about masculinity and mm-hmm. how how we as men are uh are in a problematic point uh, uh-huh. men you know you hear so you hear everyone agrees that men in especially in the united states but men in this moment in history there's a problem with men mm-hmm. you know men are committing all of the violence or the vast majority of the violence men are dying earlier than women and we can't really seem to put our finger on why there's we no don't cry enough well maybe we don't we don't cleanse our souls. Our we soul don't. our soul rinses do not happen. <clears throat> that regularly. that's probably it, part of it. <laughs> it's literally we yeah. we need we need to actually like express emotion. We need and we're trained not to. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, not everybody agrees with our conclusions as to why as to what the what the cure for uh, for men is. Uh, everybody agrees. You know, men commit suicide at a much higher rate uh, in in middle age mm. than women do and 
And so I would. So I've so, been looking okay. at a whole bunch of groups that get together. Yeah, and I, I, I was just thinking we need some groups. Yes, where where men can get together and just be men, Dan. There, there where, do need to be groups where I don't know. Like back in the nineties, it was like drum circles or whatever. Right? Oh yeah, like you'd go out into the woods and you'd bang on drums and you would, you would, you know, howl your your. You're Howl at the moon. How, yeah, all, all that kind of crap. All the men would get naked in front of each other and just yeah. be okay with But that was like the hippy-dippy version. Yeah. Now we're getting into the reclaiming masculinity thing. No. Yes, and it's all about being, you know, we've men have lost their essential manliness. Oh, no, they're doubling down. They're 100% doubling down. There's, there's one locally <laughs> that, that was started by a very annoying author, lo- author who happens to live here, who, who oh. got some... Uh, some he was a bestseller for a little minute. Okay, uh, there's one called Tribe of Kings, Gross. spelled with a Y. One of Even those words grosser. is spelled with a Y. Gross. And both. Yeah, I'd like it if both were. Yes, exactly. Let's just every every letter in Tribe of Kings is a Y. Tribe uh, Kings. <laughs> uh, Shadowlands. I think that was the movie I was I was talking about. Oh, okay. I think I found I'm it. Glad you figured that out. Yes, indeed. Okay. Um. Anywho. Uh, the, uh, try all of these, these, uh, what I, what I've discovered and I've gone and I've listened to a bunch of the podcasts from these guys and I've read their blogs and whatever, by the way, just ignore them. They're the worst. They are the absolute (laughs) worst. All of these, you know, the art of manhood and man and blah, blah, blah. They're just all of the wrong conclusions, all of the wrong ideas. Yeah. And none of them. On the surface, seem to be uh, maybe not none, but m- the mi- the big ones that I found don't have any religious affiliation. The masthead doesn't say anything about Christian or whatever, right? But when you dig in, when you start to listen to them, Uh-oh. they all are. They are all religious, oh, and God. it's con- the, and and it's very clear that they are trying to bolster a. You know, their sense of masculinity comes from a fucking Bronze Age book. When right. it, when you find when you dig down to the very bedrock, right? It's this religious indoctrination. It's this n- need. It all comes from their religion. Yeah. Uh, wow. And it and it you know that's who's fighting trans rights. That's who's fighting all of this stuff. The the most vociferously uh-huh. are just people who need. <laughs> For gender to line up with their damn book, their stupid two thousand year old doesn't understand anything about how the world works book. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it makes sense. It's it's not terribly surprising. No, um, and it's I'm sure there's some sort of like a uh, little vicious cycle here, right? Of like. Um, I mean, it feeds on itself, right? Right. Like, like th- there's there's change in society, specifically on this issue. Everything that we've kind of been talking about, and these they just they have their own idea and they have their own uh, craziness, and then they go find it in the book. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they they use that to prop them up, but of course they got their first original ideas from the stupid book. It's and a, just sits there and just. Feeds, yeah, and feeds, feeds. well, and it's just like everything. Fear, like everything in religion, it has to regress yeah. back to uh, a, yeah, 
this sort of these I you know because reli- what religion ends up being about is freezing ideas in space and time right and never and and never changing them <laughs> until you absolutely have to and then you begrudgingly do right but it's 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 not to do with reality right it's not to do with how humans actually work it's to do with this con- this idealized not real way that humans work and for whatever reason humans have put up with it for thousands of years it's only easy and it feeds into our our baser instincts well and it was so much easier like you know the people who are in power have always been the ones who are cisgender Uh who are you know you know the majority rules and and you know whoever's strongest wins and so the most masculine masculine guy is the guy that gets to decide what masculinity is about because he can beat up everybody who isn't his way. Well, yeah. If you want to be in charge, then you have to figure out how to beat him up. Right. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so now that science is looking at things and people are yeah. actually like asking real questions about what human gender look is all about and what it really is. Right. Suddenly we're believing that instead of the dumb book. And, Except, uh, yeah. I mean, more and more we are. Yeah, Fine. I mean, I mean, it, it, it's a real challenge, yeah. right? Like, um, you have to, um, you have to do some hard work on yourself. You do, right? Like, keeping up with um, where society is going is is just not an easy thing, and it gets harder every year you get older. Yeah, at least you know. Like in some ways it's easier, like because I've I feel like I've opened myself up more. Um, but in other ways it's harder because it's like okay, now we're doing this. Yeah. Right? And it's like it's like, okay, I wasn't expecting that. All right, cool. Well, and, I, and and, and like, as we get whole, older we want to thing, calcify. We yeah, want to yeah. stop. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the whole they thing caught me completely off guard. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I was just like Wait, what? You want me to do what with this language? Right. Right? Like, but they already has a meaning and it's plural and I get confused easily. <laughs> I know. I mean, unfortunately... I, I, think, I think the they is an inelegant solution. It is an inelegant. I, I, I long for a better non-gendered more, yeah. pronoun system. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So do I. Desperately. How do you do that? It's in, it's at the core of the language. Like you well, have to like. There is a non-gendered pronoun. It's just that nobody wants to be referred to as it. Well, and yeah, it's it's dehumanizing. But it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. But it is. But it is. And so, our current understanding. Yeah. The, the, our current impression of that word. Yeah. Is it, that it's for objects. Right. And right? it's and it's. Mean. I mean, some people don't even like. You know, like technically, <laughs> unless you know the animal. You you call it it. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. how I was taught. Yeah. Dogs and cats. Yeah. And, unless it's your pet. What's its name? Yeah. Barbara. Oh, so it's a girl? Yeah. Yes. Right. Who names a cat Barbara? By the way, name your cat Barbara. That's, <laughs> I love Barbara that. Barbara the cat. Barbara, if it's a girl, Greg, if it's a boy. Yeah. But nonetheless, like, you know, it's, yeah, they, I, I, I completely get why you know, mm-hmm. why, why, why people chose to go that direction with, yeah. with, with, with the pronouns. But at the same time, it's, it's like, okay. Well, yeah. It, it, with each step, a- uh, the old, we old folks, we're now the old folks. Barely. But we're there. Approaching. I mean, yeah. Not really. 
Well, here's the thing. We're okay with they, but we grumble. <laughs> like, I call this, you know, it's this. It's not like all my, young people are cool with this. No, I you know. know. I know. I, it's just, look. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I guess maybe larger percentage of them are, but like, yeah, they very much are. They're much cooler with this than we are. <laughs> but again, anyway, uh, anyway, I, I guess the point is, uh, get right with it. Yeah, yep. We we you know, if there's one advantage that that we as atheists have over the religious right, it's that we get to change. Uh-huh. Like they, we're we're under no obligation. To stay to, yeah. to 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 keep bad ideas, right? So, so I've abandoned my uh, my complaint about the performative nature of my friend's kid, and go ahead, gender as you please, hmm. for whatever reason you need to. Yeah, and that's good. where I, that's right. that's that's I don't know. That's a good thing to ask. Good place to be. Dude. Yes, I agree. All right. Well, le- listen. If you uh, if you need to tell us why we're wrong about this. Or why we're right about this, go ahead and write into us. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIatheist. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA members only lounge or request to join. It's a closed group, but we will let you in. Also check us out on Reddit, subreddit is TGIatheist, and on Twitter, same thing. Yes. Uh, hey, speaking of all of the the, uh, the social media, thanks so much to Mackenzie for all of her hard work on the on the Facebook page, and thanks uh, to Danny and Amy uh, for being moderators on the members only lounge. And a big thanks goes out to johnston for the use of his music and the red rock hot club for the use of their music and thank all of you for tuning in thanks guys <laughs>